I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the extravaganza known as the Steelers hangover. Yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers took on the New England Patriots at Gillette Stadium. And let's just say, sometimes you wake up after a night of drinking and you're like, wow, what have I done? I feel great. What a great party that was. And then you feel like Tony and I, where you're just waking up in a ditch You feel like you had your wallet taken. You feel like you've been beat up and you're in a fog for days. And that's exactly the way the Pittsburgh Steelers played last night. So with a 33-3 loss to the New England Patriots, shouldn't we wait at least one week until we declare this a state of emergency, Tony? Well, I mean, it's either another example of their total ineptitude at Gillette Stadium, or it's an indication of how they're going to be this year. Hopefully it's the former, but we won't know again until we won't know that until next week because it was the same old story that we've been seeing from them at Gillette Stadium for almost 20 years now. So I don't know what to make of it. I thought maybe it'd be different this time, but it's it's the same old thing. Well, you know what? This is the uh, first time that we can go ahead and say that this is a true hangover for the first time in about eight months now, um, actually nine months, as we're going ahead and doing this true spirit of what the show is, to go ahead and wait a good maybe 24 hours or so, uh, not quite 24 hours, but uh, get a day to process everything and share our thoughts and feelings on this. And as we can see right now, um, getting bent with Bo says it great. He, he says this. 
Um, well, actually, that's the wrong thing. Um, he says, did we bring our practice squad last night? <laughs> and well, there you go. I think they had a lot of guys that maybe should be on a practice squad after that game. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I t- and speaking of the practice squad, you're not going to like what I say next if you haven't already heard. Um, the uh, the winner of our Isaac Redman Award is now a New York Giant as Tuzar Skipper um, by the Still Curtain anointed him the Isaac Award, Isaac Redman Award winner. And now Skipper is no longer a Steeler. Instead of going ahead and putting him on the 53 and keeping him there today, they went ahead after they traded Josh Dobbs. They brought Devlin Hodges to the 53-man roster and put Tuzar Skipper on the practice squad where he currently got, he quickly got snapped up. So my thought was, when it happened right away, I'm like, you know what? They're probably going to go with two guys, bring Skipper back, because he's necessary right now, especially with, don't know what's going on with um, TJ Watt, the health of him. Um, He might be okay, but um, you really need to have that, that extra linebacker. And so they did exactly what I didn't think they would do, where other teams are keeping two quarterbacks, where you could have had Hodges on the practice squad. And now you have Hodges on the 53, who hopefully we don't see at all. And a guy that we might need to see, Skipper, when they brought back uh, Johnny Holton instead, is now gone. He is in New York. So, um, oh, gosh, the hangover keeps getting worse. I mean, four Advils not going to take care of this one, Tony, is it? No, and, and, and the whole thing with Skipper, I just don't get that. I mean, here's a guy who showed out more than anybody in the preseason, and and I, I, I think Johnny Holton did okay in the preseason, but if you're going to keep uh, – if you're going to get rid of somebody to, to, to sign Johnny Holton, I don't understand why Tuzar Skipper is the first guy you think of. And, you know, uh, if, if, if his preseason performance wasn't good enough to, to be on this roster, then, then whose was, and, 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 and I, you know, um, I just hope he doesn't go to, uh, to New York and be their version of James uh, Harrison. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Um, here's, here's something very interesting here. Um, uh, Robert Doc Holiday 66 Sadler says it was because they didn't want Holton claimed by the Raiders, which well. is, uh, is probably <laughs> after last whoa, night. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oops, oops, that was whoa. an accident. Um, I hit that by accident, and please excuse me for that. Um, that's, uh, but uh, yeah, things aren't going well. But um, we lost a couple of guys now. Um, the Patriots signed Antonio Brown over the weekend. We had that that horrible that. Uh, Absolutely a horrible game against the New England Patriots, which, uh, yes, Bo, I am hungover. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. hungover. Um, even though I was drinking nothing but uh, but soda last night, um, I feel like I've been on a bender um, with the way they play. And I probably, uh, it's probably coming across that way. And then you get, finally get a little bit of a reprieve today. You're like, hey, you got more than a seventh from Josh Dobbs? That's great. And you're like, all right, maybe things are looking up. 
and then they fail to keep Skipper. And so now, where last week was the uh, Deontay Spencer Memorial um, Tribute Show um, for losing him, today is going to be the Tuzar Skipper Memorial Show. <laughs> um, just a roster memorial show, of, right. of course. Uh, um, he's not resting in peace. He's just uh, in a worse place. He's in the Meadowlands now um, <laughs> with the New York Giants. But with that being said, let's get back to the team at hand. So if we go ahead and look at this whole thing, Tony, what was your initial knee-jerk reaction during that game, after that game? Because the, the game was over, I would say, some sometime in the middle of the second quarter. So what were you thinking right away? I was thinking it was the same old story. It, it looked just like the AFC championship game a couple of years ago. It looked like the game that they played in 2002 when they opened that stadium. It's the same old thing, but I, I just can't, I can't figure out how like the, no matter who they put in there, the coach, uh, the play, who they put in there to coach, you know, who they hire as their coaches. It's the same old story against that man, Tom Brady and that stadium. They just looked helpless. You know, we talked about the speed on defense, how much it improved. It looked like it did two and a half years ago. It looked slow. You know, these guys are running wide open, underneath, deep, intermediate. Um, you couldn't do anything against against their 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 uh, their defense. I mean, uh, you throw a, a a pitch out to Connor on 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 third and one. Isn't that what got Todd Haley fired after that, that playoff game against Jacksonville? So, <laughs> yep. I mean, what what it's 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 astounding. It's like it's like what that that ham and egg boxer said to Rocky and Rocky too when Apollo Creed was was trying to egg him into a rematch. Where's your heart? Where's your heart? Seventeen years and it's the same thing every time they go up there. It's like they look like the worst team in football when they when they go to Gillette Stadium and they're and they've been one of the best teams in football during that entire time. It just doesn't. It's astounding. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, here's here's the thing. You brought up a point, and I'm going to slightly correct you, Tony, because you said like doing it on third and one. They did it three times in a row that play, which Ben oh, yeah. Roethlisberger yeah, yeah. came yeah. out last week and said, "Hey, we're not going to be able to uh, do the same thing we did last year." You know what? They did exactly the same thing they did last year. They right. did it with the same exact guy too. That's the funny thing about it. That when I saw them take the ball out of the hands of James Conner and put it in the hands of Jalen Samuels, who we like, granted, but do the same thing they tried to do to them back in December that worked. I'm thinking, you're doing this to a Bill Belichick coach yeah, team? Right. What are you thinking? So this is the proverbial, they're playing chess, the Steelers are playing checkers, and right. that's the bottom line to it, and it's always going to be. Um, like I said last week, um, Bill Belichick was never going to die, and uh, he's never going to retire, and <laughs> Tom Brady is from the Terminator. If you peel off his face, it's uh, it's metal um, or some kind of weird alloy. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. He is, you know, there's a there's an old meme. There's, there's a meme. Um, that shows Super Bowl MVP um, 2039, and it's a picture of Tom Brady with a long be gray beard, and which is wrong. He's never going to grow a gray beard. He's Dick Clark. Yeah. Um, they cannot beat them. Somebody mentioned the word kryptonite. Yeah, that is the Pittsburgh Steelers kryptonite, and I 
there well actually here i like it the gunslinger said this gillette constructed from kryptonite i absolutely <laughs> love it and i like the image pulp fiction image if you're uh if you're listening and not watching live on youtube uh, the gunslinger has a really nice uh vinnie vega and uh and joel's from uh pulp fiction um that famous scene so i just had to bring that up because something's gonna make me uh <laughs> make me laugh yes Bo. thank you i got corrected by Bo. well alloy is metal bad <laughs> he's right <laughs> um but i i was just trying to be specific and it didn't work but with that being said we get we got to move on from here that's that's the bottom line um tony does the season end after week one Oh, of course not. I mean, I think, you know, they have a good, great opportunity next week. I mean, you know, uh, the Seahawks are coming here, you know, from the West Coast to play a one o'clock game Eastern time. That's that's never easy for, for teams from that area. But but um, I think uh, there are a lot of questions have to be answered uh, next week and, and, and this week leading up to that game, because it just, you know, Super Bowl teams don't normally look like they look last night, you know, meaning the Steelers. How often do they get blown up by 30 points in, 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 at all during the season? Week one, week eight, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can blame Rust, but, but um, you know, it, they look like they were totally in a different, you know, New England looked like they were in a totally different class than the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's not, that's, that's a little alarming, you know, in, in my opinion, even after just one week. Okay, so getting bent with Bo, um, one of the uh, great commenters on this show and on our other shows as well, um, says, mark my words, 35 to 40 plus points next week. Um, well, you know, I hope, so. I, I hope you're right. And you know what? That's funny because that happened in 2015 when the Steelers went ahead and lost Agilent Stadium to the Super Bowl champions on – that was a Thursday night game, of course, because that's when uh, they uh, – that's before they decided to go ahead and celebrate the hundredth anniversary with two teams that were just old teams, not because they, because they deserve to be on, on a Thursday night, just because they're the oldest teams, which I got, I thought was absolutely ridiculous. But with that being said, um, they lost that game. They went ahead and put a whip in on the San Francisco 49ers the very next week. So, you know, that's that's something you can go ahead and say that, hey, there's hope. I mean, there's definitely hope there. Uh, but as far if you're if you hate the Patriots, don't expect them to lose until November. Their schedule when Al Michaels mentioned that uh, they do not have a playoff team on that schedule. Um, until about week nine or 10. Mm -hmm. It's true. I mean, it's ugly. I think the, uh, the best team on there is probably the Washington Redskins. And that says it all. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, it is going to be absolutely ugly. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a proclamation. And the proclamation is now that, and I don't care what you guys say on this live chat. I don't want to, I do not want to lose my Steeler card. I do not want to alienate anybody. But if it happens to be the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots, wherever it may be in the AFC Championship game, I'm wearing purple. I'll wear that jersey, and I will cheer on my hated rivals. Uh, and, hey, I live in Maryland, so I hate them even more than most of you do. 
but I would cheer them on because I do not want to see Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl because I might I don't even know if I would watch Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl and I have never and I'm telling you never um, missed the Super Bowl since I've been been cognizant. Um, Javon Bethea just uh, revoked my Steeler card. I <laughs> I I understand, but uh, here's my thing. L- let me ask you. I'm going to put out to you, Tony, and I'm going to put out to everybody out there. What would you rather see? Would you rather see the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl or Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl? Well, I mean. There aren't too many people in, in the league that get on my nerves more than John Harbaugh. But, you know, with the Patriots just pulled this past weekend with uh, with picking up Antonio Brown 10 minutes after he was he was released by the Raiders. To me, it's not a good look for the league, for one thing. I think it, it, it smells of collusion. But, you know, be that as it may, I certainly don't want the uh, the Patriots to uh, to win a seventh Super Bowl. I certainly I don't want uh, A.B.'s uh, just crazy behavior and insubordinate behavior to be rewarded with a, with a, uh, a Super Bowl, a la LeGarrette Blunt and, 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 and people like that over the years. So I will absolutely, I will wear it with you, Brian. If they want to revoke my card, go right ahead. I'll wear, I'll wear Ray Lewis's uh, uh, jersey if you want. doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll do whatever. I'll okay. do whatever. Bo is backing us here, and I will, I, I agree with him. He'll go ahead and root for the birds in but in the Super Bowl, he'd root for everybody else, and that's true. Yeah, there'd be no more purple in the Super Bowl. But I could not if if that happens. And look, we're not anointing them. We're not anointing the Baltimore Ravens as front runners right away just because they whipped up on the Miami Dolphins yesterday right. in Miami. Because you know that was getting bent the, with the Miami and Dolphins. Them yesterday. No offense and to him. It, it, and here's here's the thing too, um, if the Steelers would have started out with a team like the Miami Dolphins, this might all be masked. So the bottom line to it is there's 15 more games, right? All right, there's 15 more games. You could see what you have. The only thing that this really does is, uh, sorry, I just I. Uh... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, <laughs> one of, uh, Kevin McLean says that I would be a fair weather, I would be a fair weather Steelers fan. Oh, I live in Maryland. Oh gosh. No, you don't understand. Um, there's a lot of us that live in Maryland here. Jeff Hartman, um, Dave Schofield, myself, and, uh, we despise the Ravens, but I don't, I can't speak for them, but I just couldn't, would not be able to handle the Patriots. And if I had a, I mean, that's like that's like picking, uh, that's like picking between two evils, right? And so, just choose your poison there. Who do you hate more? And and that's who I would hate more. Um, at least I only moved to Maryland for the crab cakes. Says getting bent with Bo. Hey, I'm born and raised in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. I'll always be in Pennsylvania. I do love living in the state of Maryland. Um, 
I will be dining on on uh, on crabs this weekend. We'll be cracking crabs. Um, so that that'll be a beautiful thing. Um, so I'll be glad to be doing that. But uh, I mean, I moved to Maryland because of my wife. But I'm a Pennsylvania guy, and I will always be one. Um, so with that being said, we got to look ahead to Seattle at this point, and. Seattle had a tough time with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so Kevin still thinks, I mean, I'm, I'm jumping back to this because uh, Ke- regardless, a real Steelers fan would not do that. Um, I don't know if I, I have to defend my Steelers resume, but I'm, I'm sure Tony, you could defend my Steelers resume here. Well, yeah, I think I have you're... a pretty good one. Yeah, you're, you're you, as you mentioned, half the half the people who run the site or write for the site live in Maryland, and and they're dedicated to covering the Steelers on a daily basis. So I think that that uh, tells you all you need to know about about BAD's uh, uh, Steeler allegiance. And I mean, who's a bigger rival than the, to the Steelers right now, the Ravens or the Patriots? You know, I'd say it's the Patriots. It's like the people last year that said, "Oh, I could never root for the Browns." I can even if it meant beating the Ravens for the Steelers to make the playoffs, it didn't make any sense. So naturally, you're going to want the the Patriots to lose, and you're going to root for whoever it is to beat them in the AFC Championship game and, and to keep them out of the Super Bowl for the for a fourth year in a row. You don't want them. Do you, you want to hear about them? Uh, you want to hear the national pundits talking about how the how the Patriots do it right, even though they signed the very guy uh, just the other day that that. Uh, people were criticizing the Steelers for employing the last eight or nine years. So come on, you don't want to hear people crowing about their, about the Patriot way for the next year. You want them, you want them, you want their dynasty to finally end by any means necessary. I hope it's by Pittsburgh's hands, but let's be real. It, you know, if it's the Ravens, if it's, if it's the Raiders or whoever, just get it done. I'll wear whatever Jersey. Yeah. I mean, it, gosh, it could be, I mean, it could be the worst possible. Um, it could be the uh, the nineteen eighty six Miami Hurricanes, you know, uh, coming back to play uh, to go ahead and play the Patriots. As long as Antonio Brown is on that team, I'm not bitter. So, um, you know, I would not. I would not. No way would I root for AB, especially the way that he went about this. Um, look, it's not. It's a different situation with Le'Veon Bell. Um, I'm not as bitter towards Le'Veon Bell, okay, right. but Absolutely. with what AB continues to do, I've I have just uh, bottom line I can't stand it. Um, he, I mean, he, he I can't believe the league would condone that. I mean, you know, I guess there's nothing there's nothing in place to prevent anybody from signing somebody that just got cut like that. But that's just such a bad look. To all right, you know, he basically he went on social he 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 researched ways to to go on social media and get and, and get himself fired. It's just, it's, it's, it's a horrible thing. And, and for people to, 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 to applaud the Patriots of all teams, the, the team that would never tolerate that to me, it's just, I just, I want, I don't want him anywhere near the Super Bowl at all. Exactly. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, um, let's go ahead and go back to the game real quick um we've got a lot of comments on here um if we're going to go ahead and uh talk about uh valedictorian performances there are none we usually do that with the grades here um i published my grades article i gotta tell you the most hits my grades article has ever gotten was uh 
in the last uh, 20 or so hours. And uh, it's, it's amazing because I have never gotten that many. And I just put F's all the way across the board. I might have given special teams um, a D. Or I gave somebody a D and everybody else an F. Um, but with that being said, um, it was horrible. But if yeah. you have to pick out one player to go ahead and uh, pin all this on, who was the worst performance, I think it would probably be almost almost unanimous. Because everybody right now is down on the guy that we were really high on um, all preseason. And it's Dante Moncrief. What a horrible performance. Right. 10. He had 10 targets. And I could not understand why they kept on going to this guy over and over and over again with 10 targets. He caught three. He had four drops. And uh, they're ignoring a guy. He was 90% of the snaps. He was out there. And third, only 50% of the snaps was James Washington. Right. So it was mentioned earlier. And somebody said this this earlier that uh, that performance yesterday and Ben had a horrible performance. I did not feel like he was good. I thought he was rusty. And so this is something we talked about, Tony, is this is exactly why. And somebody mentioned earlier exactly why you need to play your franchise quarterback more than three quarters in the pre excuse me, three series in the preseason. So, I mean. You know, you have him dropping, but he keeps going to Moncrief because I guess he had more of a rapport with him in the uh, in the preseason. But he needs to he needs to go ahead and get on board with James Washington and have a rapport with him because that guy is probably the guy that uh, is going to take most of the heat off of Juju. Right, and you know we went ahead and. Uh, you see Juju getting praise for having uh, 78 yards and six catches, but Juju wasn't open. He didn't get separation either. Um, mm. So you need to be a number one. You've got to have a two and a three. Right. And Moncrief isn't either one right now. So for me, I will go out and say, you know, the rest of the season, I want to see these three guys on the field together. And it's, and it's not Dante Moncrief, it's Deontay Johnson, James Washington, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, but, uh, well, that's the thing. The KG, the KG experience just said something. Report shouldn't matter if he can't catch a dang cold. The, I, I agree with you. But the problem is he developed no rapport whatsoever with James Washington. And uh, so there was no comfort with James Washington going to him and he wasn't out there all the time. That is, I don't know whether that was a part of the game plan. And if that is a part of the game plan, then that's a huge problem. But um, the other question is who's the offensive coordinator of this team? Is it Randy Feetner? Is it Ben Roethlisberger? And uh, I don't know the answer to that, Tony, do you? Uh, well, I think uh, big Ben definitely has uh, more cachet, you know, uh, but be that as it may, uh, rapport or no rapport, he's a 16-year veteran. You know, you look at Tom Brady, it doesn't seem to matter who he's throwing, who's out there. He, he can find the open guy. Just because, you know, he likes Moncrief doesn't mean you have to force it to him 10 times in a game. 
get it to the open open man. You know, maybe they weren't getting open yesterday, but but it, it didn't make any sense that he kept going back to him time and time again when he he looked exactly like he did in the preseason. He 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 can't make make any combat catches, which a veteran receiver uh, with, with with his size and physicality should be able to make those kind of catches at least. At least one of the two that 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 were thrown his that, that he dropped yesterday. He he should have had both of them, but he could have had one of them for sure. That might have changed uh, the, the 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 direction of that game if he, if he if he catches that that first one on on fourth down, and certainly if he catches the, the one in the end zone right after the big uh, play to to Washington in the second half, maybe it's a whole different ball game. We'll never know. It, absolutely. Um... Here's a question here. Uh, Jermaine Jackson asked, do you think the Steelers will look at any veteran free agent wide receivers to take pressure off of Juju? I can think of one guy they can get. Um, Jermaine, let us know who the guy you think that they can go ahead and get right now. Um, I don't uh, I don't really see it happening right now. Mm. Um, I'm more, I would be happier with uh, putting a guy like Deontay Johnson and, uh, let him uh, just get experience and with uh, with the tangibles and what he has along with James Washington go out there and because uh, you know James Washington could go ahead and uh, spread the field. Now Jermaine says does Bryant? I just yeah I just don't think I think that ship has sailed. Right. Um, I, I think Des is done, but I mean I, I know he's there, but I I kind of like the uh, the uh, makeup of the the receiving core right now because it's still a strength but right. here's the other thing that i Washington wanted to go ahead not... sorry i'm i was just reading a comment oh. well um, i mean I... I disagree with frank v who yeah, uh doesn't doesn't quite respect washington's talents like we do but you do have you have a uh you do have your uh write your opinion there. I'm not sure why he ran out of bounds. That's a question. Not, um, I think his momentum carried him out. I, I, I don't, if you watch the replay, I think he, his momentum carried him out of bounds. I, I don't, I, just, I don't think he, he intentionally ran out of bounds. He just had no choice. Okay. Here's this. And you know what? A lot of people are going to say this is ridiculous. I'm not, a, I'm not going to say it's ridiculous, but this is kind of, this is kind of interesting here. So, Jorge Garcia says Mark Davis. I mean, I don't think they would ever do that, but uh, you know, uh, my my thing with would they ever entertain Mark Davis Bryant again? I I don't think they would. But uh, I mean, because the thing about that and Mark Davis is just like uh, um, Josh Gordon. You're not going to see Josh Gordon in another uh, in another six games because he's going to fail another test. And that's exactly what you would see with somebody like Martavis Bryant. Um, and I think he is still suspended as well. Um, but guys find way off that list as well, too. We've seen with, uh, with Josh Gordon a million times. But um, with that being said, let's get back to the other thing that I have a complaint about. Um, and I haven't heard anybody bring this up. But we Ben talked about having to wanting to not do the same things you always do against this team. And, uh, and they went and did it and they did it a second time. And they did this in the very first series. It's third and one. When you're moving the ball quite a bit in that first series 
and you have a third and one, and you go for a bomb to Johnny Holt. And where have we seen that before, Tony? We haven't discussed this. Do you remember where where we saw that before? We've seen it plenty of times with them. But against the Patriots in a huge yeah, primetime right. game. Right. Sammy Coates. Yeah, but was that uh was that the uh the, the AFC championship game, right? Yep. Yeah. Sammy yeah. Coates, they did the right. exact same thing right. and he dropped it. But you know and you're showing I mean you're basically showing nothing different. And so yeah. that's the problem I had. I, I thought the uh the game plan was unimaginable. Um unimaginative, excuse me. Um I just felt like they did not have it. And and, and, um, and, and and if Rosie Nix, you know, if, if you can't bring him in in any of those situations, third and one, if you're running out of the shotgun, why is he even on a team at this point? He's he's your fullback. He actually made the Pro Bowl. You know, why, why, why is he on the team if he's not in there in any of those situations on, on, on third and one? Why are you running the same kind of plays and out of the same formations? It just didn't make it. Just It's just yeah, yeah, I'm criticizing after the fact, but I was also saying it. While it was happening, why why are they doing that or not doing that, as the case may be? And and you know what's funny about that is uh, we have talked about this a long time, and we talked about this uh, even a few years ago when Todd Haley was still the uh, offensive coordinator. My my assessment um, was has always been, you know, if you're good enough to beat them without fooling them, go ahead and beat them. You know, somebody suggested today, like, well, if you, and I think it was Tunch, well, if you go ahead and bring in Rosie Nix in that situation, everybody knows Rosie's going to get the ball. Well, you know what? Be Too bad. Stop him. Stop yeah. him. Right. And uh, that's Well, not thing. even, not even to get the ball, it's a block. You just, as a, yeah. as a blocker. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, everybody knows what you're going to do if you bring them in. Right. Well, here's right. the thing. When you bring in, and we talked about this earlier, when you bring in Jalen Samuels in a two back set, everybody knows that Jalen Samuels is getting the ball. Right. In that situation, that's not right. fooling anybody nope. because, because he's out there. Um, you know what we could, we could continue to complain about this game like crazy. Uh, Mike Tomlin, after the game, said we weren't prepared for prime time, and that is uh, absolutely uh, that that's inexcusable. Um, I'm not dumping. I'm not dumping on coaching. I'm not opening up that Pandora's box right now. But all I'm saying is, you need to be prepared. The Patriots had all. You had an entire off season since April when you found out. You were getting you were getting this uh, this game. You had time to be prepared, um, and it, it, um, somebody mentioned on the radio today. It was like uh, you're not studying for a test and just saying that you can go ahead and and uh, charm the teacher. I heard that um, on Pittsburgh radio today as well. So um, you know, this game's over. Thank goodness. Um, in fact. Uh, I thought it was over right away, and I was I was praying for it to end. I was like clock roll because I mean you knew they weren't going to come back. We haven't even touched the fact that uh, they gave up when they brought in Chris Boswell. Yeah, um, that was when they're on the gutless. one yard line. 
Um, so we can complain about that, but it's all about just going ahead and uh, picking up the pieces. So uh, you got to pick up the pieces, and it's it's Seattle, and you've yeah. got to beat Seattle. Um, real quick, I would we do have what we call the the tip jar, the super chat. Uh, Vernon Woody uh, just gave us a dollar ninety nine. Thank you, Vernon. We appreciate that. You know, the tip jar is for us to have contests and uh, to keep the show going, and uh, we have a contest going right now. Um, and it's the survivor poll, so I hope everybody is in that. Uh, that's that's a lot of fun, but uh, we're giving away David DeCastro signed football. Uh, we have a question from Ron Chess. Ron asks, um, don't you think they need to use Connor and Samuels more? Yes, they do. But the reason they didn't use them more is because it was just, I mean, they had a pass at that situation. They did not have time at that point to, to keep that going. Um, I, th- I think that uh, James Conner is probably uh, the key to that team right now, um, even more than Juju at this point, um, just for the fact that you can go ahead and uh, you can set up all those passes um, with James Conner running the ball, but he could not, there's no way that, that he could be on the field. And he was on the field way too long in the fourth quarter after that. Um, at this point you had guys out there getting hurt in the fourth quarter when they didn't even need to be in there. And I'm not even sure why those guys weren't taking out, taken out of that point when you've already conceded, but let's get on to Seattle. Can they can they erase this from their mind? Can they take some kind of magic elixir, learn from it, but go ahead and uh, just move on and move on quick, Tony? Well, yeah, they can. I mean, that's that's the NFL. You remember a few years ago they lost to the to the Eagles, thirty four to three. They were totally outclassed in that game, and the next week they beat up on the uh, Chiefs at Heinz Field. That was like forty four to four or forty three to fourteen. So yeah, they can do it. They can do it. Um, and they're going to have to, I think. I and mean, if they want to, if they want to, to show the AFC that they're one of the contenders in, in the conference, then, you know, I mean, they're two and five in their last seven games against playoff teams, dating back to the Chiefs game in Week Two last year. So, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Seahawks made the playoffs last year. At least they were one, they were close. So, you know, you want to beat it. You you have to establish yourself against a very good team at your place. A team like I said earlier, that's coming from the West Coast. So they can erase this from their memory and they're going to, I think they're going to have to, you know, if they don't, I think it's going to be quite alarming. If they, if they, if they start off 0 and 2, I don't think that's going to bode well for the, uh, for the, for the the season. So I think they they have to put their foot down this week and, and, and show the world that they are a good team. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Apologize. I was just uh, reading something. Um, so here's here's the question. 
um, from Snowman. Are the Steelers going with two quarterbacks the rest of the season? Well, um, it doesn't look like it because with Devlin Hodges now on the 53-man roster, and that's one of the reasons that you do not have um, Tuzar Skipper anymore um, now that he's with the New York Giants because you put him on the practice squad and allowed him to get poached. Uh, they're probably going to go ahead and uh, keep him. So uh, it's, that's just a shame. I, uh, I mean, it's easy for me to say this after the fact, but uh, that was the wrong that was the wrong move. I kind of thought beforehand, and I mentioned this earlier, that they were going to go ahead and just go with two guys and have uh, Hodges on the practice squad, and that didn't happen. Um, I'm actually thinking that's going to be a huge mistake. Um, yeah, me too. Look, I don't, I don't feel like uh, a lot of people are wanting Mason Rudolph to go ahead and start. Um, look, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> we, we we've seen this before. Um, you know, Ben's not washed up after one game, and and uh, le, le, let's see, uh, let's see if we can go ahead and uh, let's see if we can go ahead and uh, move on from this. So that would. Uh, uh, and I think Ben is your quarterback. That's the reason you gave him the money this year. Look, we can't have a knee, a knee jerk reaction after just one game. Right. Um, I know I wanted to have one and I'm like, I, I don't feel as strongly as I did a week ago about this team, but let's go back to 2001. They got destroyed. They got absolutely destroyed in the opener in Jacksonville. I can't remember what the score was, but it was about 30 points. And uh, they were they went on to have a 13-3 and season. Right. And I will tell you that the offense is more talented this year than it was in 2001. Um, you know, I know you had Bettis on that team. I know you had Cordell. But I just really, really like this offense still um frank v says something here and i I know frank's uh um losing faith and i get it his deep ball was off last year too but here's the thing you know um what happens in the in these situations is this goes back to the fact that he didn't play the whole preseason live football didn't play and people were saying well brady didn't play either in the preseason but they had another team in there that they scrimmaged against. I believe it was might have been the Dolphins. They had somebody in there. But for me, Ben needs to see action against a, a little faster action. And when you're just take, taking the rust off during a uh, your opener, and this has happened the past couple of years, it doesn't do as well. I mean, he's not going to do as well. He needs real action, and he has had three series, and that's it. And that was in one game. Um, there, there's there's so many things they were completely exposed, but uh, you know what's going to really tell the story is how they bounce back from this right. against Seattle at home, and uh, and we'll see where we're going. Um, here's something Ron Chess says that he that uh, he dropped that ball on a dime to, uh, to Washington. And, he... and uh, so it was, uh, he dropped it in and it was a great pass. It was, so but... yeah, I, I know he did there. I mean, he wasn't, 
I mean, he wasn't as hor. I mean, he didn't throw five picks. He threw one pick. Um, but you need to, you, you got to have more out there. But he, um, he go ahead. But he, he, he underthrew Johnny Holton on that, that bomb you mentioned earlier in, in the game. And uh, if he leads him there, maybe that's a touchdown. And by the way, why Tomlin didn't challenge that for pass interference, I'll, I'll never know. But he didn't have a great night either. So I'm not surprised that he, he didn't challenge that play, but he and he he also had Washington open earlier in the game, and and, and he uh, he underthrew him. So he did have that. It was a great pass to Washington there, but he also had two or three where if he would have uh, hit him hit those guys in stride, the game might have been different. Well, you know, we have a lot of people in the live chat losing faith. Um, I get it. Um, Jarrell Williams says Ben uh, does not need reps with his receivers. Um, I kind of think he, they do. Um, I I think uh, he needs to be on the same page with them. I know, sure, great, Brady doesn't, but I kind of think uh, think that they need to go out there and uh, have more of a connection because we've seen that with him all along. You saw, um, you saw two years ago, it took a while to get in tune with a guy like Vance McDonald. And when he finally got in tune with Vance McDonald, it was really good. Now they just didn't call on Vance McDonald until late in the game, which another head scratcher. So I'm, I'm really not sure. Um, look, it was a terrible loss. Um, I'm not jumping off the, uh, the bandwagon, uh, yet. Um, and that's the whole, that's the whole, uh, that that's the whole point and the title of the show saying that you know look do we need at least another week to uh call the Steelers a state of emergency um tony uh, you've answered it before and i just uh and uh i just think that uh, we needed to give it another week um so Jarrell's saying i read it wrong so um so yeah I'm sorry, Jarrell is saying that uh, the Steelers do, I mean, Ben does does need to have a uh, a rapport with his receivers. So I do apologize if, uh, I really apologize for that. Uh, trying to talk and read at the same time. My wife says that I do not multitask, so I do apologize. I read it wrong. Um, you're right. Everybody agrees that Moncrief should not see the field again. I think you're going to see him with a chance for redemption, and hopefully he can do that this week as well. There's a lot of things we need to do. We've hardly touched on the defense, um, but there are some bright spots on this team. Tony, if you had to mention, if I asked for two, and that might be asking for too much, what were the bright spots in yesterday's game? And And you're not allowed to say, you're not allowed to say Chris Broswell hit a field goal. <laughs> no, no, that, that's what I would say if I was on the internet right now, but, but I'm on here. So no, I, I thought, you know, for his first game, Bush was pretty active, but he had what, 11 tackles. I thought, I thought that was a, uh, that was a decent game for him. And, and, and I liked actually what, what I saw from Deontay Johnson, you know, I, I was impressed with, with how he looked, especially when he had the ball in his hand. So, you know, that, that was a minor thing right there. And, you know, he wasn't the leading receiver by any stretch, but I, I, I thought he looked comfortable. So, those are two bright spots, and you know, for what it's worth, I thought uh, I thought um, uh, uh, the, the punter looked <laughs> looked decent. I mean, I thought he he boomed a few. Okay, that's that's 
that's the same as Boswell. <laughs> yeah, no, but he, he, you know, he's not always, he doesn't always look that well, that, that good. So uh, I was encouraged there, but I didn't want to see him out there on the field all that much either. Yeah, uh, I mean, five punts, that was way too many for, uh, for what I was looking for. Um, but with that being said, what are the keys as we get ready to go ahead and wrap this up? Um, Ron Chess says that you are right on. Deontay Johnson, Devin Bush. I actually, I still think James Washington um, was, uh, was a bright spot on that team. Um, so for me coming up this week, we need to see more. Um, we need to see more of the defensive linemen. We need to see more of Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree disappeared. I will actually say that uh, you could disagree with me on this, um, but I thought TJ Watt had a pretty good game. He was getting double, triple teamed, and he still showed up. Yeah, um, quarterback hits. So, um, really, I'm still excited about him. I I hope he is healthy going into next week. Um, both safeties looked. Ryan Kellerman says both safeties looked really bad. Yeah, yeah. They they, they do need to pick it up. Um, Cam Kelly, for his first game against Tom Brady, could have been a whole lot worse too. Um, I push hard says uh, they were poorly prepared. It's Tomlin. Um, so yeah, um, he came out and said, "Hey, we uh, we weren't ready for prime time." And uh, so at that point, it's like, yeah, Tomlin better have them ready this week. That's yeah. all I'll say about that. So um, what are you thinking about this week? What are the keys to getting back into this um, a la 2015 when they uh, smashed the Niners the very next week? Well, I think the key is what we talked about all last year and all offseason with James Conner. You said it earlier. He's the key to this offense. So when, it, when it flowed through him last year, they looked like a completely different team. You know, when I got away from him, when he was hurt, he was hurt, unfortunately, it, it affected the offense. And I think, you know, they didn't really do a whole lot uh, last night to establish him early on, either running the ball or, or out of the backfield. And next thing you know, they're down 17, nothing. And it's too late. Then you have to, you have to almost abandon the run at that point. So I think, you know, that's one of the keys for next week. You have to, you have to establish James Conner early. And I think you, as far as defense, you have to get after uh, Russell Wilson, he, he, you know, he, he's, he's a very good quarterback. He's not Tom Brady, but he's still really, really good. And, and you, you have the best pass rush in the league the last two years. And you wouldn't have known that, uh, by last night from what they did last night. So you have to reestablish your, your, your pass rush, you know, TJ Watt, that defensive line, Bud Dupree, they all have to come, uh, bring it next week for sure. Okay. Um, Mitchell green, um, apparently, uh, we're socialists. Um, why can't we be real? I understand you all have a show. I don't understand what that means. So please elaborate on that. Um, socialists. I, okay. But uh, <laughs> um, there you are talk, talking past you, Sock, if that's all you can talk about. Um, I, I have no clue. I'm not sure exactly what, what he's talking about. Um, um, but hey, I've been told I suck before. Um, Tony. Uh, Tony, I know you have. Oh, um, yeah. At least once a um, week via email. So, so. <laughs> but um, so I, I'm not sure. But, hey, you're entitled to your opinion, and I appreciate it. I'm just glad you're watching. Thank you. Um, but, you know, it, Jarrell Williams wants to know, is Pouncey okay? Um, I haven't really seen the report. I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm not sure. The only report I've really seen is uh, – 
is on Joe Hayden. Um, oh, okay. Wait, okay. Let, let's go back to this. Quit bringing up about 49ers, dude. Okay. Here's the thing, Mitchell. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm bringing up that game because it was, we were talking in 2015 about it being the end of the world after that game. And that 49ers game was a chance for redemption to come back. And, uh, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm hoping that's going to happen again. Um, I don't know how that makes us socialists, um, but, doesn't uh, make any sense. <laughs> you know, Ryan Shazier had 15 tackles in that game. Right. If Devin Bush comes out and has 15 tackles in this game, then you're like, hey, there's something to look forward to. That's the whole point of the hangover is to go ahead and look forward to the future. Because, look, if you just want to complain about the team and uh, and hate them, then, I mean, do something in your life that's that's going to make you happier. But, right. I mean, the whole goal is for us to, ha- to uh, salvage the season and watch this team salvage the season or just complain. I mean, I don't want to sit around. I don't want to have a show that just says they suck. They're not going to get any better. And, and you know, there's precedent to what you're saying, Brian, because, because you know, they, they have a – if you look at the Steelers' history at Heinz Field against NFC teams, especially at 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock games, you know, they have a really good record, and they, and they usually uh, – they usually ball out. They, they play really well. Look what they did to the Falcons last year at one o'clock, you know, and the Falcons were a good team last year, at least early in the year. So, you know, if, if, if we use past history with the Patriots at Gillette stadium and we, and we say that's tangible, then you have to, you have to talk about, about other things from the past that are tangible. And that's, that's their, you know, their record again against NFC teams in early games. So that's why we're bringing up the 49ers. At least that's one of the reasons because there's a history there. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's what we look at. Um, but you know, with that going forward, I want everybody to have their own opinions, and I'm going to respect your opinion. So, um, but I also uh, I also d- defend ours on this on this side too. Uh, but with that being said, we are going to go ahead and wrap things up. Um, we're looking ahead towards Seattle. That's fantastic. I do want to bring up something that uh, that uh, happened last Friday. And uh, it is our very own BTSC's Dave Schofield that went out and tried a three attempts at a 45-yard field goal and uh, here in Maryland, and we live-streamed it. We had a lot of people watching the live stream. It was a lot of fun. And I gave Dave so much. Uh, I was one of the reasons that he had to do that field goal because I was on top of him. Um, you know, Jeff and I, we smelled blood. We went, we went after him right away and, uh, we kind of, uh, pushed him into that whole thing. And he's like, uh, cause it was originally going to be a 55 yard field goal, but I thought he had great courage doing it. He didn't hit the 45 yard field goal. As soon as we signed off and I am not joking you, he hit one from 35 yards out, straight and true, right through the uprights. And I would never even come close to doing that. So Me I either. thought it was uh, – um, <laughs> Jermaine wants to know who's going to try and make a field goal next. Uh, not me. <laughs> not me either. Not me either. Because no. I, I could never do it. I mean, uh, he was like, okay, well, you try one. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I've never – I've never really attempted too many field goals. Um, the 35-yard kick does not count, but uh, um, Quinteris asks. But uh, for me, it's the fact that he went and hit it. 
and tried it and uh it was absolutely it, it was great to watch and i just wish we would have had it on there um the bet was 45 yards um but like i said he went out and did it and uh he is walking and so that's great um somebody brought up my pants uh thomas white those pants were hideous yeah they are my wife yelled at me for not for tucking in and i said mm-hmm. well the, well bj finney tucks in I just wish I would have had the BJ Finney because I had BJ Finney's pants, but um, <laughs> it, was, it was a profile on Courage, landscape. Brian. What's that? It was a profile on Courage. So don't <laughs> to uh, Brian, you can dunk it over the goalpost. Uh, I'm Dave's at least tall. Dave could dunk it. I'm five eight. Um, I, but uh, and I, hey, I w- I want to put this up here and uh, Mitchell. You're a part of our family here. We appreciate you. Um, yeah. And uh, you know what? I don't even think you need to apologize. Um, you're frustrated. Believe it. We are frustrated. Um, but we're going to get through this together. And that's what this show is all about. We've got a great, we've got great commenters and uh, and here. And look, you don't have to agree with what, what uh, Brian and Tony say. And here, I just went in the third person. Sorry about that. But uh, mm-hmm. you don't have to agree with what we say because, look, I'm not always right. Um, I'll come in. Tony, I have come in. And Tony will vouch for this and say the next week, well, I was really wrong about that. Um, but, hey, that's that's the great part about being fans here. And the great part is we're going to get frustrated. Right. But there's also, we've seen it before with this team. And they go ahead, and we've seen them at four and five, and next thing you know, in the AFC Championship game in right. 2016, we've seen them pick it up, um, and we're hoping it happens again. And I really think it can. So, uh, Mitchell, I appreciate you putting it up there. But, hey, we're a family here, and you're a part of it. Thank you. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Guys, let's have a happy hangover last week, and I think we really will. But what no matter what happens whether it's good or bad we're together next week and we're going to get through this whole thing so for tony defio my name is brian anthony davis good night good morning good day wherever you are and remember fans you've just been hung over we'll see you lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.